Yeah, what's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another Tyler Perry Sisters Review, Season 3, Episode 12, entitled The Dollar Store. This is the premiere of Season 3, Part B. Uh, we have uh, 11, well, 10 more episodes until uh, the season finale, and we know that they are already starting to film for Season 4. So, without further ado, if this is your first time coming to my channel, welcome if you are a returning family member, y'all always know what it is and what it always will be. So let's just get straight into this thing. Now I'm going to go ahead and skip to the scene with Aaron and Karen. I might have, I might not have screenshots for this particular review because I don't, I don't have the time. But anyway, the scene with Maurice and Q was just, I can't, I just, I can't. Basically, Maurice was asking him like, can he wear, get certain, can he get certain, you know, um, garments because he can't be on the news live and dead in mixed match clothes. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. And we all know what happened. You know, Q escorted him out of the room, you know, with the gun drawn out on him. I still feel like Maurice could have take Q, could have taken Q down, but that's neither here nor there. So going to the scene with Aaron and Karen, I could really appreciate this scene for a few reasons. But before I get into that, let's talk about why so many people, I don't know if y'all noticed it or saw Twitter or your Facebook groups, but I don't know why so many people were in an uproar when Karen stated that she loves Zach. I was under the impression that uh, that wasn't a secret. That was something that we all know, we're all aware of, is not a hidden fact. So the response from the viewers, it did shock me because I was like, is this like... Nobody knew this. I don't know what happened. But I saw things like, too bad Zach don't want you, girl. Uh, too bad he doesn't love you. And I'm just like, um, don't do that. Don't do that. So let's uh, not forget, it's only been four days, I believe. Someone will correct me, I'm sure. Since Zach told Fatima that he wanted her and Karen and he doesn't understand why he loves Karen so much. And I do see that a lot of people, you know, get amnesia around the things that Zach has stated concerning Karen to Fatima. So the reality is we see these two people who are in a very toxic relationship toward the ending of their situation. And they still do have love for each other. I don't think that's so, you know, out of the ordinary. I don't think that's um, anything that is so, like, appalling to know or to find out. The issue that I have with that is the way that Tyler is writing Zach is almost like, yeah, I do love Karen. I do have feelings for her and things like that just don't go away, but I'm going to make an effort to move on with my life. And then you'll get my opinion about what I see her love for Zach is doing with her situation with, um, with Aaron. So going back to that scene, um, you know, Aaron reassures Karen that he was not joking when he asked her to marry him. And so, you know, Karen basically asked what we all were thinking, what most of us were thinking. And she was like, you don't think it's too soon? I'm like, yes, it's entirely too soon. It's it's actually uh shouldn't even be a topic of discussion for you guys right now. But, you know, I digress. So we also get some insight as to why Karen has been so hesitant with jumping all the way in with Aaron and she talks about her relationship with Zach started the exact same way that things are going with her and Aaron at this point. You know, it's he's kind, 
you know, sweet, all of the, everything was just going well. And then all of a sudden, you know, she said that he started showing like the real him and their relationship just went, you know, downwards, the lies, the cheating, you know, and they could not stop arguing. And obviously, you know, that is something that she doesn't want to happen again. And I'm like, you know, I, I understand that. And, you know, Aaron, for the most part, understood that too. And his thing was, you know, you don't think that, I'm who I'm showing you like, and he wants to reassure her like who I have been showing you. That's who I am. There is nothing like there is no surprises here. Same thing he told her before. Like I've been completely transparent with you. There is nothing. There's nothing else. This is what you see is pretty much what you get. We're still people. We're still flawed. You know, for the most part, Aaron has shown her this is who I am. And this is who I pretty much will always be. This is the real thing. So, you know, he, you know, he asked Aaron, he asked Karen, um, you know, cause she was like, you know, I like you. Cause he was like, you're not, you're not sure about me. And so her response was, you know, I like you. I really do. And he was like, but do you love me? And I was like, what the hell she about to say? And so she was like, you know, I can say that I love you. And I was looking dead in her face. Like, okay, let me see if she break. Let me see if she, and I could tell just for me, she was really sincere and she was really honest about how she felt like, you know, I, I can say that I do love you. And so Aaron was like, but, and she was like, there, there is no buzz. Like there's no conditions. This is just what it is. And so he was like, but there is a Zach. And she was like, there is a Zach. And that's when, you know, we find out that, you know, she still loves Zach. And I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's far fetched. And so this episode really made me think about like, do I love my exes? Like, it, it only, only two of them who would fit that category. But it's like, do I love them? And the reality was, like, I do love them, but my love for them is not rooted in anything romantic. Like, there are no romantic feelings there. It's just, like, I love them as people. But the thing with Karen is, I feel like, yes, she has she loves Zach, but it makes me wonder, like, her love for Zach, is it more of a hindrance to where she's trying to go in her relationship with, um, with Aaron, and I think that's the difference between her and Zach. It does appear that Zach is making forward movement with Fatima, but with uh, Aaron and Karen, it seems like her love is kind of like a, a a stepping stone that is going backwards, like it's keeping her from moving forward. And so I just felt like if Aaron never asked Karen that question, like at what point was she going to freely, you know, tell him how she really felt? So I, I did want more, but I can, you know, I can respect the fact of what we saw, you know, with them to, excuse me, with them to. But I also felt like, you know, she was like, she wanted to go slow. Like she wanted to slow. I forgot what she said. Slow drag it, slow walk it. I don't remember. But I'm just thinking, I don't, because Sabrina said the same thing. And we'll get to that later because she was like, she wanted to take it slow. And Aaron was pretty much like, why? Like we ain't got to get married, but go slow for what? You know, I'm under the impression that once you've had sex with somebody, there is no going slow. And maybe there are different meanings out there now. You know, my going slow means we're not having sex. I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me before we, you know, you get to exploring each other on a sexual level. That's what I mean when I'm like, we're going to take this thing slow. But obviously the sister's got another definition. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, so we're just going to ride this thing out. So... For me also, and this is just me, I'm trying to figure out what is the benefit for Aaron because Aaron, like, just basically poured his heart out. I <laughs> I got to say this. I had about three people 
messaged me about, I told you Aaron was crazy. I told you he's psychotic. And they were talking about the part of the, the part of the scene where he says to her, you know, how he really felt when he saw her with Zach. You know, he felt like Zach was violating something that belonged to him. And he I went home like, I'm going to mess y'all up. I, like, and so my thing was, I didn't see anything wrong with what he said. I felt like Aaron had gotten to a, a place with Karen where he was comfortable with being honest. Because if you think about that episode and you go to that particular scene where Zach and Karen slept together and Aaron, she was like, I know you're like, I know you're upset about this. And he was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, disappointed. And I'm like, do you hurt? You know, you're hurt, you're sad, you're angry. And those feelings are okay to have, especially when you love somebody and you have been trying to establish a sense of relationship with them or establish a place in their life. It's okay to express that. And the truth is not always pretty. The truth is not always wrapped in a perfectly, you know, uh, uh, wrapped package. The truth is ugly sometimes. And he was just comfortable enough to, you know, express himself. And I didn't see anything wrong with it. Obviously, Karen didn't see anything wrong with it. She thought it was sweet. Asked him to, um, you know, to uh, hold her. And, you know, that was it. And that was the last we saw of them. And she was like, oh, you practiced that, didn't you? Which I thought it was funny because I thought it lightened the mood up just a tad bit. Um Calvin and Sabrina, uh, I still don't know why. I don't know why they are a thing. I don't know why they are attempting to become a thing. They really said a whole lot of nothing. But the one thing I did appreciate in this particular scene with them is that Sabrina was honest by not telling Calvin that she loves him when she knows that she does not. And I could really appreciate that because we know Sabrina is not always the most honest person And so I could appreciate her being honest and Calvin, you know, being understanding to that, you know, because she did. She was like, you know, I feel bad that I'm I don't say it back. I thought that was a real thing. You know, that was a real thing when you when someone has reached a plateau with you that you haven't gotten to yet. And so I did appreciate that part of their situation. And so he was like, and I just want you to think about what we talked about last night. I said, what did y'all talk about? Y'all didn't do much talking. Y'all did more sexing than talking. I, I guarantee that. Because that scene, literally, I don't even know what the hell happened. All I remember is Sabrina saying, hmm, let's do things our way. And he was like, yeah, let's do that. Power up. I, you know, it was like, I don't even know what happened. It was just nothing to be celebrated. I'm like, y'all just had sex. That's, that's all that was. So um, they talked about taking it slow again. And after they, you know, done had sex, so I, I'm like, what does this take it slow mean for the sisters? And um, he was like, you know, if you plan on seeing someone else, like, just let me know. And uh, even if it's the guy from the bank, she was like, no, 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 it won't be him. No, I was like, why? Do, why? I'm like, why is Sabrina talking like this? She's not like a darn Care Bear. Well, I'm like, why is she talking like this? But anyway, um, that's how that scene was. And, you know, they're just I just they I just don't get them. I don't even know why. So let's get to Andy and Gary. I'm going to include Robin in this as well, but I'm going to go with Andy and Gary first. So I don't have much to say about them. Y'all know how I feel about them. If you knew, I don't like them. Um, <laughs> I really don't. And Andy, you know, I want Andy to, you know, come back into the fold of being my girl and everything like that. But Andy, Andy is very hard to like. You know, she's tolerable. You know, she's someone that you kind of tolerate. Um, So I saw that a lot of people were happy that Andy, I guess, you know, in their mind stood up to Gary. But I don't feel like she said anything 
that, you know, defines her standing up to Gary. Because I could have sworn on the last episode, she told Gary to get the hell out of her apartment and he's still there. So I'm like, what, what happened? Cause I'm like, didn't y'all break up? You told him to unlock the ring. He did, you know, all of those things like that. So I'm like, I'm not really understanding what is going on. The only thing I appreciated about this particular scene was that Gary's therapist, Angela was right on the money when she said that Andy's personality is a personality that like pretty much, you know, loves drama. Like she, that that's her personality. And I'm like, that is the God honest truth because she's always talking about, you know, when will I have a man where there's no drama, there's no chaos. And I'm like, look at the man that you choose. You choose drama. You choose chaos. You choose confusion. That's just what you do, Andy. So until you change the caliber of man that you deal with, those characteristics, those attributes are going to be, you know, uh, an, uh, a thing that is very evident in your situations or relationships with these particular men that you just have to be with. So Gary was like, he's going to go to the gym. He need to burn off some steam. Andy was like, yeah, basically, because you ain't burning it off in the bedroom. I exaggerated that, but that's pretty much what she said. We all know what she meant by that. And so he leaves, and it was just, I just want them to end. I just want them to end. So Andy and Robin. So Andy and Robin are kissing all on each other, rubbing all on each other. Things are getting hot and heavy. Andy grows a conscience, and she stops it before it goes any further. So Andy, this is the thing. Andy downplayed what happened with her and Gary. So uh, Robin, of course, obviously Andy is not wearing her ring. And, you know, he was like, well, you know, at this moment you're not, cause she was like, I can't, you know, I'm the one that's engaged. And he was like, well, at this point you're not like what's going on. She was like, Oh, we just had a fight. And I'm like, you see, Andy is the type of woman you want to put hands on because if an argument or a fight with your fiance causes you to do this End the relationship. Just go ahead and end the relationship because this is what Andy does. Andy gets upset with Gary and she goes and she takes out that frustration on other men in a sexual manner. So I'm just like, you know, you are not equipped to be anybody's wife right now. You are a horrible fit for a girlfriend, fiance, any of those things right now. If if something as small as a, a fight or an argument, like a even if it's like a, a very, you know, serious disagreement or a blow up and this is the first thing that you think to do like Andy really got some problems and it's just amazing that she's never really called out on it like the other girls are but that's just how you know it has been written for um for Andy now y'all know how I feel about Robin if you don't I don't like him I've never liked him I haven't liked him since the first time we saw him on tv and I Definitely don't like him now because, you know, we do find out within the episode that he knows that there is a possibility that he's going to be Andy's boss. And he still, you know what I'm saying? He still, you know, is trying to sleep with her. He's still making passes at her. He's still trying to set up this uh, a sexual encounter with her. And I'm like, no, that no, sir. Like his whole that you know, of this woman, you know, the things that she has, you know, been gone through with Gary with the FBI, with all of those things like that, and you come off as if you really don't know her. You just know her by her voice, and you're glad that y'all have met. But I'm like, I, I don't like him because I'm like, his whole, everything about him is shady to me. Just the fact that he would continue to pursue someone who's going to possibly be um, 
his subordinate. And so I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Robin on any level. On any level, do I like Robin? So Fatima and Zach, uh, Fat- <laughs> Fatima attempted to get ready for work several times to no avail. I don't even know why she act like she's not gonna give in to Zach. She told him, no, no, I got to go to work. All the while, she's getting in the bed and pulling the covers over her. I'm like, girl, if nobody else have sex on sisters, Zach and Fatima going to get that work. Do you hear me? If nobody else have sex, they going to have sex. So I'm like, Fatima, go ahead and get in the bed. We already know y'all going to have sex because you do every damn episode. It's just what's going to happen. Let it just go. So, But this is the thing that interests me about this scene. So y'all help me out if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong. Now, Fatima tells Zach that, you know, she's falling from, for him hard. And I want to say she said something along the lines of almost to the point to where I don't want to date anyone else or I don't want to date other people. And I'm like, pause, <laughs> wait a minute. Because if I'm not mistaken, the last episode, the mid-season, excuse me, the winter, whatever it's called, the mid-season finale, I could have sworn that Zach and Fatima made their thing official. So if that's the case, I'm wondering why she's stating that, you know, I'm falling for you so much. I don't want to date anyone else. And I'm like, aren't y'all already there, though? So it seems like to me like it's Fatima, you know, she backtrodden. She, you know, what is the situation? Because I thought that they had agreed to be in a committed relationship unless I don't remember something correctly. So help me out because I'm like, well, is Fatima having second thoughts? Like, what is going on with that? I don't know. So, I do understand, and I did understand Fatima's hesitancy with Zach in the beginning of their, you know, situation. But as of now, to me, that can no longer be a factor because you decided to be committed to this man. As like I said, unless I'm reading it wrong, that's what I remember of the situation with Zach and Fatima. So Hayden, I'm going to skip around now. Hayden and Fatima. So Hayden um, is eavesdropping on Fatima and Zach's call. Zach calls her while she's at work. And this is another reason why that makes me think Fatima is like, kind of like, I don't know, because he was like, you miss me? And she was like, boy, it ain't even been that. Like basically she was like, it hasn't even been that long. I'm like, Fatima, you supposed to play the game, sis. When he say, you miss me? You supposed to say, yeah, I miss you. Anytime I'm not around you, I miss you. Like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> play the game, sis. Play the game. <laughs> play the game. So I'm like, uh, yeah, something about Fatima. Y'all, Fatima fans, Atima fans, y'all watch out because I really don't believe she's as sold into her into her situation with Zach as much as he is. And the thing with Zach that concerns me, there is a quote I meant the doggone um, write down and I did not. But it's something along the lines where they say, like, if you live off their applause, like, you'll die off their criticism. It's something like that. I, I'm i about 98% sure that I said that wrong. <laughs> so, but it's something along those lines. And I feel like what's going to happen with Zach when the time comes where Fatima may not be as encouraging, where Fatima may not be giving, you know, him affirmations, where she may not be giving him the push that he needs or the encouragement that he needs. I wonder is he at a place where he can stand on his own two feet and be the confidence that he needs for him for himself? And so that kind of concerns me too. But it's like I just I wonder what's going to happen with that because this is also you know we we know this this is Tyler Perry so no one stays on top forever. There's going to be a valley low for Zach. I just wonder how it's going to play out with him and Fatima. But back to Hayden behind. 
So he's eavesdropping and he's listening to the whole conversation and he's trying to figure out how does Zach have the ability to purchase houses. So he goes to Fatima's office and he's like asking her all these questions about Zach. You know, he quit chain breakers. I know he needs the money. He quit the airport too. And she was like, why are you keeping tabs on this man? You want him? No, I'm just trying to figure out why you, you know, why you around him so much. And I'm like, okay, help me to understand. Because the last time Fatima and Hayden had a conversation, it was not pleasant. It was at her house. She told him to leave her the F alone. Don't worry about her life. And we still see Hayden continuing to be a nuisance in her life. Like what? Leave this woman alone. Like at this point, he's harassing her. Like there is no if, ands, or buts about it. At this point, he is harassing Fatima. I don't see how she does it. It would be a huge, huge problem. But this is this is Hayden. This is what he does. And the actor who's playing him, he's doing a phenomenal job because he is an annoying little bastard. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand him. And so I'm like, yeah, he's doing his job. And I'm like, at this point, yes, you are harassing Fatima. So let's get to Danny and Sabrina. So Danny, first of all, I don't know what kind of friends these are. If you haven't heard from me in just like two hours before I'm supposed to go to work, my phone is dead. That's not... That doesn't give you a justifiable excuse to come to my house, use my key, and walk into my bedroom. Why are you here, sis? It ain't that deep for you to use my key to get in my house. I'm in my bed. I could have had a man in there. We could have been butt ball naked, and you walked in on something that you weren't supposed to see. So I'm like, okay, this is this is very interesting. And I've stated this before. I gave friends my keys before, but they know you use this if you absolutely, you know what's unusual for me. If you can't get in touch with me in the cup for a couple hours, that is not unusual. If you haven't heard from me all day, that is unusual. Then you come over. But I'm like, okay, so Danny comes and Danny looking, <laughs> Danny looking around because uh, Sabrina's room was trashed. And she was like, I, Sabrina, you don't sleep this while, sis. Yeah, you know, Calvin came over and we talked. And, um, you know, of course, so they, you know, they had sex. And Danny was just in the mood. Danny, you know, she came over there to complain about Preston and, I didn't expect him to leave like that. I didn't tell him to just go. And I'm like, you know what, Danny, as of this moment, you are the most confused sister right now. Because I'm like, what do you want? You were ha- you was happy to wake up in your bed alone. You were you're happy he's not there. But he hasn't called me. Well, have a pick up the phone and call him. What is the problem? The back and forth. Like, what do you want, Danny? What do you want to do? You want to be with him? Not everything can't be under your terms. There has to be compromise when you want to have a successful relationship with someone. It can't be just all what you want, what you want to listen to, what you want to eat, how you feel. He plays a role in that too. And I feel like Preston is just as valuable to the situation as Danny is, but she doesn't see it like that. We don't know when she's going to see it like that. So that was that little scene. Uh, she said she was going to call Karen. And um, Sabrina was like, well, you know, she's going to be even meaner than me. And she was like, yeah, because Zach gone. And this is the thing I do not like about the sisters as a collective. I don't think they push each other enough to make, like, the right decisions about their life and the jokes and the things that they make. Like, if you see your sister who has been in this toxic relationship, she's trying to move on, encourage that. Whether you like Zach or not, Zach is moving on. Encourage him to continue to move forward. Encourage him to continue to do the things that make him happy. And continue to motivate your girl like you seem happy. I'm happy for you. You have Aaron in your life. That's really good. I've never seen you smile this bright before. Whatever the situation may be, it's almost like they do more tearing down of each other than really building each other up to 
be more positive and to attract and have people in their lives that's going to build them up and not tear them down or have them to go, you know, backwards or what have you. And that's something I, I just don't like about them as a whole. So, um, Fatima and Andy, Fatima gets a call. She goes to Andy's office and, um, she tells Andy that when she gets a moment, she needs to talk to her, but she's needed in the conference room. And so Andy was like, yeah, I need to talk to you too. So when Andy walks in, Andy is there and it's, it's Hayden, it's, um, Robin and their boss. So basically she let the boss let them know that this merger has gone through and they need to like, you know, uh, put basically put Robin up on game about what's going on in their different departments. And so I think the boss said something like, I hope she didn't, you know, I hope she didn't go too hard on you. And Robin was like, nah, she was hard enough or she was whatever he said. There was some sexual undertones to that. Now, the the sexual chemistry and the sexual tension between Andy and Robin is very evident. And it appears that what's his name? That Hayden picked up on it. So when the boss leaves, Hayden was like, well, I'm sure you probably want to, you know, you probably want want them first. I didn't see anything wrong with that scene. I was hella confused as to why Robin and Andy were so upset with, with Hayden. I didn't feel he said anything inappropriate or anything wrong. But my thing was, if y'all weren't trying to bone each other, then what he said wouldn't have been a problem. Cause you definitely didn't mind saying, Oh yeah, she was hard enough or she was whatever Robin stated. Cause to me that was very sexually um, driven. That's just me. But you know, Hayden kept trying to apologize to Andy and, Robin kept interrupting as far as, do you know what you said? If you don't know what you said, then that's a problem. I'm like, shut up. You out here trying to sex your subordinate. You want to tell Hayden that what he said is a problem? Shut up. Shut the hell up, uh, Robin. So they sit down. He leaves. Um, He talks to Andy. That's when he tells Andy that he knows her. He knows everything about a boyfriend. So on and so on and so forth. The things that Robin was saying to Andy, it really made me believe that, you know, I think that Robin has done this to several subordinates. Like, I know you know, I told you because I know you're not going to tell nobody. I know it's going to stay between us. Really? Really? You've been planning to have sex. I hit my darn nail. Anyway, he had been planning to have sex with Andy from the, you all, all, all the way in the UK. And you're dreaming, you're fantasizing about having sex with this woman, your nasty ass. And, you know, you get there, you lay it on the, Andy's easy. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to do too much. And it's just like, I don't, I can't stand men like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you abuse a power that you have in your position at the law firm. And now you're revealing to her, oh yeah, I might be your boss. You knew that. So I, I can't stand Robin. So the last scene is Sabrina walking into the bank. It looks odd. Maurice was supposed to open up. He's not there. So she comes in. I really loved Sabrina's uh outfits, the pantsuit. I loved it. And um, I'm just like, so what? So I'm like, where the hell they been at this whole time? Because Maurice and uh Q left at night. So I'm like, they've been in the bank chilling, waiting for Sabrina to come to work that entire time. Okay. And so, you know, she calls Maurice, leave him a message like, this is why I can't depend on you. So on and so forth. She hangs her phone up. And I think Q says something like, put that phone down or something. She turns around. She sees the gun. She sees Q and she sees Maurice. And that's how And Maurice was like, you know, Sabrina, just do whatever he's asking. And um, that was the end of the episode. So, yeah, so I was asked um, overall, what did I think of the episode? I'm not giving these episodes like a score of any sort. I don't have any expectations of sisters. 
I think that's the best way to watch this show. <laughs> Don't have any expectations. It is what it is. But I will say this, though. I believe the show was underwhelming to me. But I believe that the way that Tyler writes his shows, when uh, if you have 22 episodes and you know that episode 11 is the mid-season finale, episode 11 needs to be fire. You need to bring it. If you're going to have people wait a long time for the second half of the season, then you know that episode 12 needs to be, you. it needs to be, Probably one of the best episodes of the season because people have waited so long and we watched the episode and it's like, <sighs> this woman, one one woman was like, I, I could have had a V8. <laughs> I must not laugh at it. She was like, I could have had a V8. But, you know, I'm trying to be more positive with the show. It's just I don't have any expectations, so nothing can shock me. It doesn't matter how good or how bad an episode may be. It just is what it is. That's sisters. That's Tyler Perry for you. That's just what he does. I am happy that they got renewed. They still out here working. They they putting in their work. I love it. KJ, you know, um, the today, um, on BET Plus, the the episodes dropped for Family Business, um, season three, I believe. Uh, what's her name? Ebony, she's on Wu Tang. It's a Wu Tang is just a great show, but she happens, you know, to be a guest star on the show. But loving to see what they loving what they're doing, and you know, big ups all the cast and everything like that. So thank you guys for uh, tuning in for another review. I also will be reviewing Queens and Insecure. It's the last season, Insecure, so I gotta do it. So hopefully you guys tune in to those reviews as well. Um, until next time, I will holler at y'all later. One.